Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. It is 510 here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 40 degrees with some light rain on this Friday, December 1st, 2023. First day of uh, winter, I guess. Hopefully the days start getting longer, as they said. And yesterday was the end of uh, the 2023 hurricane season. So hopefully the no more, po- they are always possible, but hopefully we don't have any more. It seemed to be a mild system out there now. I just got some uh, breaking news that the former police officer, Derek Chauvin, convicted of killing George Floyd, was stabbed 22 times in prison. Now, we knew this happened. We just know the details of it. So he was stabbed 22 times in prison last week, according to prosecutors. And the inmate who carried out the stabbing told investigators that he did it on Black Friday as a symbolic connection to the Black Lives Matter movement. So as more information comes out of there, there was even thoughts that he may not even been alive and been, uh, has been, had been killed in that stabbing, but stabbed 22 times. You know, he's, he's serving his time, whatever he did, he's been convicted of. He's in a place that he's supposed to be. As per the court systems, uh, he is also should be protected there. And uh, obviously the isolated confinement that he was supposed to be in is not so much so being that he was stabbed 22 times. So it's a situation there, definitely is. I found this story the other day. I heard it being talked about on a news station, and uh, I kind of dug into it, and it took me a little bit to find out because I only heard bits and pieces of it. I didn't hear the name exactly, but it was an extraordinary story, and it just shows how complex that region is in the Middle East, especially when it comes to Israel the Gaza area, the West Bank, and such like that. Uh, There's an individual there, uh, Yahya Sinwar is his name. He was born in 1962. He's uh, listed as a Palestinian politician and the Gaza Strip leader of Hamas. They also say that he was one of the masterminds in the October 7th attack. And he's also the leader of the Sunni Islamist, a political and military organization that controls the Gaza Strip. He's been the chief of Hamas in Gaza since February 2017. He's also the co-founder of the security apparatus of Hamas. Uh, He was born in an Egyptian-ruled Gaza in 1962 in a refugee camp. Interesting to see, to say, an Egyptian-ruled Gaza refugee camp when Egypt Egypt ruled Gaza with an iron fist. Uh, His family was expelled or fled during the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. He was convicted of orchestrating, abducting, and killing of two Israeli soldiers and four Palestinians he considered to be collaborators in in 1989. He was sentenced to four life sentences by Israel, of which he served 22 years until his release among 1,026 other Palestinian prisoners in 2011 in an exchange for one abducted Israeli soldier. Now, this happened back in 2011, and I vaguely remember this happening, where there was an exchange for over 1,000 prisoners, including this person who orchestrated 
the killing of two Israeli soldiers and four Palestinians they accused of collaborating with Israel against the terrorist organization back then. While he was before this release, and the reason he's even in charge of Hamas now, while he was in prison, he was sentenced to four life sentences. While he was in prison, he started to suffer headaches. Those headaches got more severe. They were to the point where they turned into migraines and getting even more severe while he was in prison in Israel. Israel sent him and gave him medical care. An Israeli doctor found a brain tumor, operated on him, saving his life. He tried to escape several times but was caught before the surgery. So while he was in prison and during his conviction of the killing of the two Israeli soldiers and the four Palestinians, his own people, because they were cooperating with Israeli forces, he showed them where the bodies were buried. So it's not like he really was set up or anything like that. Tried to escape many times, but in 2008, while serving his four life sentences... He was operated on by Israeli doctors, removing a tumor in his brain to save his life. And then in 2011, he was part of this prisoner exchange of over 1,000 Palestinian prisoners for this one abducted Israeli soldier. Goes back to Gaza, becomes the leader of Hamas. plans this attack. Of Israel. And I just... Even though Israeli doctors saved his life, the hatred there is so deep. The, The story of... His original conviction, where they kill, abducted and killed two Israeli soldiers, and then four Palestinians. So you look at the talk that's going on now where we know that you know, Hamas really doesn't care about the Palestinian people. They're using them as shields. They're using them as assets. They're using them as fighters, a lot of them. They could care less about the women and children. We've known for over a decade now, how they operate when it comes to their civilian population, manipulating, you know, the the deaths to to further their goal of being a terrorist organization. Sentenced to uh, four life sentences, said uh, in 2017 he was elected the Hamas leader and claimed to pursue resistance. He was reelected as Hamas's leader in 2021. In September uh, 2015, he was designated a terrorist by the United States government. And Hamas and the Al-Qasim brigades have also been designated terrorist organizations by the United States, the European Union, and other countries and organizations. Not the UN, though.
I'm just reading through the story here. Going back to the 1988 where he planned the abduction and killing of two Israeli soldiers and the murder of four Palestinians whom he suspected of cooperating with Israel. He was arrested on February of that year. During questioning, he admitted to strangling two of the victims, inadvertently killing another during a violent interrogation and accidentally shooting the fourth during an attempted abduction and showed investigators an orchard where the four bodies were buried. He was sentenced to four life sentences in 1989. He tried to escape several times but was always caught. And again, like I said, in 2008, while serving in prison, suffering headaches and migraines, he was uh, diagnosed and operated on by Israeli doctors to remove a tumor from his brain and saved his life. After serving 22 years of his sentence, having had brain surgery, they've freed him as among of over, is exactly 1,026 other prisoners in a 2011 exchange for an IDF soldier, Galayid Shalat, who had been held hostage by Hamas for five years. I remember this transaction. In 2015, it is believes, uh, he is believed to have overseen the torture and execution of fellow Hamas commander Mohammed um, Ishtawi, who was accused of embezzlement and homosexuality. In February 2017, he was secretly elected as Hamas leader of Gaza Strip, taking over. And again, has been alleged that he's been the architect and planner and leader of this October 7th. Tragedy, assault, start of war with Israel. But uh, just the complexity of what happens there, um, the hatred that it, you, you didn't, you didn't, reject to be saved by these people you hate so much, but yet you don't care who you kill, who you plan to kill moving forward now that you survived it. It just goes to show the complexity there and how it, it, the complexity is the word, how complex the situation is there. Here's someone who planned and killed soldiers before and his own people was held in prison, was saved by an Israeli doctor released as part of exchange for another Israeli soldier, and goes right back on to killing, murdering, and running a terrorist organization. Can that be turned around? I don't have the answer to that. It seems like a lot of other people don't either. It's 521 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. This afternoon, spotty showers, high 45. Well, that's already passed. Tonight, mostly cloudy, foggy, and cool, low 38. Saturday, partly sunny with only a few isolated sprinkles, high 55. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, foggy, and warm, low 47. Sunday, rain develops in the afternoon and high, heavy at times, high 55. Monday, mostly cloudy with rain showers, high 48. It's currently uh, 40 degrees with some light rain here at 525 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I'm just seeing this. Uh, might have to bring Jake back in on this. Oh, he's on the phone. We can't get Jake right now. We'll get him in a second. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the story. I'm just seeing this uh, come across now, and it looks like, well, it's from yesterday, so maybe it is known about it, but looks like a good story here in a second. We were talking about uh, 
Derek Chauvin being attacked in prison, stabbed 29 times. Let's go to Joe from the back mountain on Derek Chauvin. Joe. Joe, you there? I'm here. I got you, Joe. Oh, you got me? Yep. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, uh, I just want to say quickly the story you told us about that Hamas leader. I'd forgotten the name, but uh, it's not one I really want to remember anyway, unless they take him out. But this guy thinks he's going to heaven to get 72 virgins for all of his deeds, too. It's amazing. But uh, uh, Derek Chauvin, there's a, a, a lady journalist, I forgot. Don't have her name, but she made uh, a documentary. It's called The Fall of Minneapolis, and you can access it on Rumble. Or uh, if you go to DennisPrager.com, there's a link there, too, I believe, to uh, watch the video. For all those people out there who think that this man was some kind of racist cop who took this guy out and murdered him, uh, there's (laughs) – I, I did see the movie myself, but I heard the interview, so that's just as well. I will watch the movie, though, at some point in time. Uh, that you come away with a whole different, whole different opinion. Well, there is. I, I've read the viewpoint. I've read the autopsy report, Joe, and and there's yes. even more yes. damaging now is there's an assistant district attorney that assisted with that case who's now civilly suing her employer, the district attorney who brought out some damning information that they manipulated information, including using cherry-picking yep. autopsy report pages to use yep. for that. You know, And they didn't allow policy from the department that, and, you know, I've talked about it before, the, the, the department policy at the time that this took place allowed officers to put their knee on someone's neck until they became unconscious, and then it was to be removed. That was in their policy. That was taught to them. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, according to the first autopsy, according to this journalist, uh, he, he did not die from asphyxiation, uh, George Floyd. That was the first autopsy. But then they whitewashed that. They got rid of it. And there were a whole lot of questions with the judge. I mean, there's so many things. I, I'm no expert. I just heard the interview. And, and of course, I'm not going to recall everything. But uh, the, the name of the, the video is The Fall of Minneapolis. And it's accessible on Rumble and uh, DennisPrager.com. So, uh, you know, we are so divided, this country. These people are so crazed on the left. So, yeah, I, I mean, the that, common thread is they just hate God. I think they hate themselves, too. I mean, you know, what's going on in Israel and everything. The leader of one of the founders of uh, Code Pink got in Senator Marco Rubio's face the other day and tried to get him to admit support for uh, Hamas. And Marco and, Rubio's and, response was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It, it was. was. He was. No doubt. Was, and you know. and like I talked about yesterday, Joe, it's 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 a big part of it is the media. They they sell things. They sell advertising. They sell. They get clicks because of division. You know, they want us to hate what a woman is. They want us to hate what a man is. They want us to hate religion. They want us to hate the nuclear family. They want us to hate. You know, pick sides with Israel and Hamas. Well, well oh, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry, but what does that tell you right there? Who's in charge of the media? Uh, Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste, okay, <laughs> or fame, but whatever. Yeah, who's in charge? Who's running the show? It tells you right there. No more needs to be said. I mean, as people better wake up. They hate God. You better get your right, your heart right with God, because there is going to be a judgment. There will be a judging. 
So, and, and the deeper you get into the weeds, the harder it will be to get out. And Jesus said, in that day, many will run to him and say, oh, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, away from me. Truly, I never knew you. So be warned. Be warned, folks. Sooner or later, we'll have the answers. Some of us have the faith for those answers now, Joe. I appreciate you calling in. Yep. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jake, you there with me? I wanted to get to this. Did you see this Utah State quarterback? Utah State Levi Williams. He's the quarterback for Utah State. He's foregoing his senior year to attend Bud's Navy SEAL training after the bowl game this year. I did hear about that. That's pretty incredible. Yep. He scored a... amazing. Scored a 13-yard touchdown off a broken play to help Utah stop New Mexico last week and help the Aggies clinch a bowl berth for the third consecutive year. So um, getting a fourth consecutive bowl game does not seem in the main purpose for Williams, though, as he's revealed on Monday that he will forego his final year of eligibility to join Navy SEAL training. I love football, and it's so great, but I knew that eventually I was going to come to an end he told KSL Sports Zone, I just want to be in a spot where I can protect this great country where we get to play football with the freedoms that I do. I think it's the best country in the world, so I'd like to keep it that way and protect it as long as I can. Well, God bless you, Levi Williams. Absolutely. Utah State. Yeah, Pat McAfee was actually talking about it on on a show yesterday on ESPN and just saying like really how how heroic and how admirable of, of a decision that this really is. Yeah. Yeah, Williams was uh, 16 for 27 with 198 passing yards and two touchdowns. He had three rushing touchdowns as well. Utah State won the game 44 to 41. Oh, that's America right there. There's hope. It's uh, 531 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 538, 39 degrees with some light rain outside. I have a message posted on Facebook from Lackawanna County. It says, due to unforeseen circumstances, the Lackawanna County Winter Market on Courthouse Square is canceled for tonight, Friday, December 1st. The market will resume on Saturday, December 2nd from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Sunday, December 3rd from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The Lackawanna County Tree Lighting Ceremony is still scheduled to take place tonight at 6 p.m. at Flag Plaza. And the Winter Myths and Stories from Around the Globe Festival of Trees display can be seen at the Piazza del Arte in Biden Street on Courthouse, beside the courthouse. As, um, as far as the planned, so far as planned is twirling by Sherry's Twirlettes at 5.30 p.m., followed by caroling at the Catholic Choral Society. There will be free hot chocolate provided by Scranton Unico. For an update entertainment schedule and for information on the winter market, visit Lackawanna Markets Facebook page or contact the Lackawanna County Arts and Culture Department. So if you're heading to the uh, Lackawanna County Winter Market at Courthouse Square, that's not going to happen. But the tree lighting and it looks like some other things will be happening. The market will go back to normal as of uh, tomorrow and Sunday. So hopefully you get outside where there's not too bad and you uh, you join that festivities. Got a text message. Levi sounds like an upstanding young man. Hard to find these days. God bless him and good luck. Truly, truly it is some of the hardest training out there. 
But if he's determined and that's what he wants to do, I suspect we're going to see him do great things for our nation, serve our nation. And even if he, he falls short, he will have the opportunity to serve elsewhere if he so chooses. So hopefully that's the case. I saw an interview um, with everything going on that uh, with uh, Ukraine's President Zelensky said the war with Russia is in a new phase as winter looms. So they didn't get the ground they wanted to get during the summer counteroffensive. It failed to produce the desired results due to uh, enduring shortages of weapons and ground forces. Despite setbacks, however, he said Ukraine won't give up. But with the winter coming in, that area, that region, you know how the weather goes. You know how it's affected on that. So things will slow down. Um, Russia's depending more on long-range missiles, like we talked about yesterday, leveling apartment buildings, burying families, but didn't seem to be the talk of the world because of everything else that's going on and more pressing issues. Let's see what else we got. Spruce Street, not Biden Street. (laughs) Come on, I have to go by the official name as much as I don't like it. And it's interesting because I was down in Virginia for the year working a contract down there. When I came back, all of a sudden it was the Biden Expressway. I like to make fun of it myself. but uh, And believe me, when people from out of town come here, especially this past week when we've had performers here, national acts that have come in, they, they get a kick out of the names on these streets as well. So... Interesting for that, but um, we'll see what's going on. With those things, I'm just checking some news stories as a pop-up here to see if there's anything that we need to uh, address. A man has been charged with the connection with the death of that woman on Luke Avenue home here. Um. We already know the House that expelled George Santos. And even some Democrats, including Senator John Fernman, said that's just not fair. They should also be expelling uh, Senator Mendez, who's been taking uh, gold bars. Here's some news from the state. Man escapes from a Philadelphia jail by walking away from Orchard in the fourth city breakout this year. So another Philadelphia prison escape. And uh, if you're in the Archibald area, Archibald is, will hold a public hearing for a nearly 650,000-square-foot warehouse next week. So if you're there, and um, you've probably heard earlier that retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, first woman in the Supreme Court, has died at the age of 93 this morning. And also, uh, Bill's linebacker, Von Miller, which we talked about yesterday, turned himself in on felony domestic violence charges and is now in custody. So we'll see what goes on there. It's 5.43. Time for traffic and weather. Thank you, Rob. This Penteladata internet traffic update is brought to you by Fire Tree Conewago. Struggling with addiction, Fire Tree Conewago is here for you. Visit firetree.com. Looks like 81, 83, 84, 76, the PA Turnpike are all good to go with no problems. We have some heavy traffic on Main Street in Old Forge, heading up the Hill Route 6 and 11 in Clark Summit is a bit jammed up. And beware of the pedestrians in downtown Tunkhannock tonight as they are celebrating Christmas in our hometown. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, 
WILK traffic. Did you hear what I said? The, the winter market at Courthouse Square has been canceled tonight, but they're still having the events, but the winter market will continue tomorrow as scheduled. Because it's too cold? I don't know. They, did, said, they said for unforeseen circumstances on their oh. on their social media post. Okay. You can go to Lackawanna. That's all it says. For unforeseen, but but the tree lighting's still taking place. They're still going to have hot chocolate. They'll still have the twirlettes there and some other things, but the market itself tonight has been postponed. postponed. But tomorrow, regular, and Sunday, regular. Well, it depends on, you know, what the weather's like when you have those tents and stuff up. And if it gets really windy, that could be an issue. <laughs> Flying tents. Yes, not not pretty. Not pretty. <laughs> not pretty. Thank you, Nikki. You have a great weekend. You too. Have a good weekend. Here's, are you doing any event, are you doing any uh, markets this weekend? At, um... A yoga studio in Clark's, or not Clark's, I'm a tease, Berwick. I'll be in Berwick at the yoga studio. I can't pronounce it because I don't speak yoga. Mar- um, Marita. Um, <laughs> yeah. Marita. So it's SV something something. Um, it's in, I shouldn't, that, that's terrible. I should know where I'm going, shouldn't I? Um, but it's across from the Unimart kind of on Freese Avenue in Berwick. They're doing an annual holiday market. Okay. So, well, check out Nikki's there stuff there tomorrow. It'll if be you're a good area. time. I'm just. I, can you tell I'm a little tired today? Just a little. I didn't eat yet. I didn't eat all day, so that's an issue. That's an issue. It is. <laughs> so hopefully, I can get out of here and go eat. There you go. Go rectify that situation mm-hmm. now. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly cloudy, foggy, and cool, low 38. Saturday, partly sunny with only a few isolated sprinkles, high 55. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, foggy, and warm, low 47. Sunday, rain develops in the afternoon, heavy at times, high 55. Monday, mostly cloudy with rain showers, high 48. It's currently 39 degrees with light rain at 546 here at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. As we wind down this Friday, December 1st, 2023, 39 degrees with light rain outside, 549 now. The Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. It divides power among sovereigns and among branches of government precisely so we may resist the temptation to concentrate power in one location as its expedient solution to the crisis of the day. That's New York versus U.S. 505, U.S. 144, 1992. The honor of Sandra Day O'Connor and her decision. If you haven't heard, she passed away this morning at 92, first woman to serve in the United States Supreme Court. So God bless her. And that's a profound statement in one of her findings in that case. And so true today. So true. So much so I'm going to read it again. The Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. It divides power among sovereigns and among branches of government precisely so we may resist the temptation to concentrate power in one location as an expedient solution to the crisis of the day. 1992, Sandra Day O'Connor and her memory. And again, how profound is that statement? Uh, Hopefully we continue to get Supreme Court justices with that valor as we move on through. And speaking of the Supreme Court, it appears the Supreme Court will be... uh, poised to limit power of the SEC. 
A key Supreme Court justices expressed deep reservations Wednesday with how to how the Securities and Exchange Commission brings some enforcement actions for security fraud, suggesting the court could be poised to par back an agency's power in the latest dispute concerning the so-called administrative state to come before the high court. That kind of falls on what I was talking about before. What's this look? What is the, what this is looking to do is reel in an administrator's power, reel in a president's power to task these agencies, unelected agencies, with policies that are trying to act as law, that are not voted on by our lawmakers, that are not put in power by us, we the people. That's not where laws are supposed to come from. You cannot circumvent the law, the Constitution, by policies, by agencies, unelected agencies, appointed directors to do things. And the Supreme Court is looking to reel that in, saying, yes, it is abuse of power. Yes, agencies do not have the power to do that. That's a legislative duty. We've seen it here and there. But just like the Biden administration is attempting to use the USDA to force schools to go in the direction of certain policies by withholding food, that needs to be reeled in. And that's exactly what this is. Now, this is focusing more on the SEC, but it's going to be law precedent for all agencies under these directors appointed by whatever administration is in there. You should not be circumventing law by policy we saw the abuse of that deeply during the covid where they used policies procedures rules instead of law there was no law telling them what they could do to you no law telling you had to wear a mask it was all policies recommendations executive orders and the supreme court maybe looking to reel that in and that's a good thing there's a process in place branches of government but checks and balances that's worked for centuries it's worked here more than anywhere else in the world and it's being abused it's being chipped away at it's being circumvented every once in a while that needs to be pulled back in so it's a good thing that this is happening. If you want a law, if you want to tell the American people this is what you should be doing, then have it go through the judicial system. Have it go through the legislative system to put that law on the books. And then have it get tested through the judicial system to see if it's constitutional. But by a president, whatever president, appointing a director of an agency, and in a room somewhere, a group of people say, this is what we want to do, but we can't go through Congress because we'll never get it through there. So let's get a policy that says it and circumvent the Constitution, circumvent the government, circumvent Congress altogether to force people to do what we want them to do, to manipulate the situation to get outcomes that we want that are beneficial to us. But we don't want to go through pesky Congress because why would we want to get those people involved that the people elected? Checks and balances, a more perfect union. That's the direction we need to go in more and more. Instead of division and hate. Instead of pointing fingers at each other. Something to think about on this Friday. As we go into the weekend. Spend, hopefully spend time with your families and loved ones.
it's time that we start doing things for each other rather than at each other. And that goes uh, especially for our, our politicians. Just got a text message in. Uh, nasty accident on 309, just below sheets. Huge traffic tie-up both ways. Just checking some text messages there. Uh, we'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute here on this Friday, December 1st, 2023. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show as we wind down this Friday, December 1st, 2023. It's uh, 5.58 here. 39 degrees with some light rain out there. Be careful. It's slippery. Just got a really good text message here. The person that won the million dollars at the convenience store in Pittston is an acquaintance of a friend of mine, said she's a woman about 67 years old. Good for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congratulations to whoever the winner is, and it appears it's local, which is even better. Just got another text message. Uh, Just because people don't agree does not mean that one person's right and one person's wrong. We should have the ability and the fortitude to be able to voice our opinions and do what's best for the country as a whole not with only a fraction of the populace being helped. Absolutely, again, great text messages coming in to wind down the week and end the day. As always, I appreciate your input. I appreciate you guys listening out there. We're coming up on a year being here with the Rob O'Donnell Show, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Try and get better each and every day and give you more and more of what you're looking to listen to while you're in your car, while you're at home, while you're in the office. God bless. Be safe. This is the Rob O'Donnell Show signing off for the week. We'll see you again next week.